What you're about to listen to was originally broadcast on 98.5 Sunshine FM, Perth, Western Australia. For details, go to the website 98five.com. On 98.5, this is Weekdays with Mike. Good morning and I hope your Friday is going well. And good morning and welcome to the studio, Craig Hunter from Riaboth Christian College. Are you still the deputy uh, principal? Yes, you at still Wilson got that, Campus. At the Wilson Campus, you got the, you wear that hat. I wear that hat, and I also yeah. teach in the classroom, year four, five, ten-year-old kids as well. Must be challenging. It's a bit of a juggle, especially yeah. with Nat playing this week. We um, oh, this week had a few little challenges oh, yeah. along the way, but our school did fine, and we finished at our campus this morning. So that's a big tick, and kids oh, did really well. Well done. Yes. That, we spoke about that the other time we were on the phone, or you came in, I can't remember. Uh, on the phone, yes. On the phone it was. <laughs> it was. Uh, we were talking about that plan, so that's all finished, done and dusted. All done. Uh, other campus, we, there's a few glitches. You probably heard it on the media. Yeah. But certainly ours is finished. We've got two students to go. Other campuses has got a few more days left, and... Um, yeah, all good. I mean, lots of variables, but mm. uh, I think it's a great, like I said, in terms of data and understanding how kids are tracking, really helpful. So good. Craig, we're going to talk about, um, and we have actually touched on this last week. There was been a lot of stories in the, in the news about the school curriculum, lots of proposed changes, and I know it's been talked about since 2014. Yes. And it's, it's been going on for that long, can't you believe, which is, I guess it can be a good thing. It's being robustly discussed. Where is it at now? What's going on with the curriculum? Where yeah. are we at with it all? Yes, yeah, so they, they uh, decided about 10 years ago that every five years we'd do a review. And then every, so 2014 was the last one. And so they're saying yeah. every five years, let's look at what we're learning, how we're tracking. And that plan informs some of that data. Uh, but so they're actually doing one now. You've got till July 21 to submit any last minute suggestions or drafts. So if you want to get online oh, and have a look, right. you can do that for anyone can contribute. And that'll start coming in the next year of the year after. And that will affect us and it affects what schools teach and it influences kind of a whole lot of things. And, and like I've said, some of it's good and some of it uh, I think some of us have some concerns about as well. Is this, is this a tricky, a, a challenging thing with the curriculum? Because every depending on what industry you're in yes. or what your expertise is or what you think should be in there, how do you, how do you, how do you jam all of the all of these subjects, all of the, you know, uh, into the curriculum. There's only so many hours in a day. There is, and, and they call it a crowded right? curriculum. And one of the challenges is with everything from STEAM to maths to numeracy to HASS to um, let's teach much, lot, lot better social skills, and they're talking about consent and, you know, that whole area of let's, yes. let's teach kids better yeah. understanding of sexuality. So there's all these things crammed in, and it puts pressure on teachers, especially when you've got concerts and you've got other assemblies and that as part of that mix. Uh, you've got swimming lessons. So it is, it is a challenge. And I guess that teachers, I think, work harder now than they ever have, trying to make sure that we do all those things and comply as well. So do you have any, with, uh, does, the private, does the private sector have a say in what you can and can't do, or are you dictated to what the government says, either at a state or federal level? H- how, does that, how does that work? Yeah, so we have um, a national curriculum, yeah. and each state chooses how much they embrace, I guess you would say. So Victoria okay. and New South Wales have got a fairly parallel. They use elements of it, and they've got yeah. their own. WA has got a, um, uh, an organization called SCSA that interprets that mm-hmm. and has their own kind of, obviously, WA history instead of, you know, they want to put aspects of that into HASS. Mm-hmm. So there's a bit of both, but certainly more and more, because of our transient world, a national curriculum is helpful, and each school, including independent schools, have a measure of freedom about how they teach it. So we're probably less prescriptive than some other countries, but there's still a yeah. measure of we have to comply and we have to demonstrate that we're teaching 
the expectations. We get uh, private schools as well as government, but especially private schools get um, uh, assessed every four or five years to make sure that we'll go right through everything, make Mm. sure you're doing the right thing. Okay, we'll take a break. We'll come. What's, what's can you remind me? What's HAS again? What's that stand for? Uh, humanities and social sciences. The old social studies. Oh, the old. We used the to call it social studies. Say, we used to call it social studies. <laughs> was that part of the review many, many, many years ago? Even changing like titles. Oh, that? sometimes yeah. you're is like, that, is that all, actually, quite seriously, is that all part of it? Uh, like changing those I guess terminology. It's an emphasis like technology and uh, environment. We we change oh, words yeah. like learning IT. We don't call it IT. We call it T and E and. Hang I guess on. it's, it's called what? It's called T&E now. T&E, T- Technology and Enterprise. And so that okay. certainly helps frame some of those emphases as well. Is home ec still home ec? Or has that changed? Food tech. Food oh, technology. Food, food technology. Food technology. Oh, Come on, Mike. Well, get, with, get, with, get with the 21st century. <laughs> Thank it's, been a, it's been a while. Thank goodness for those reviews, right? Uh, we'll take a break, Craig. We'll come back and talk some more. You are on 98.5 Weekdays with Mike. Here's Bon Jovi. That is Bon Jovi, It's My Life. You are on 98.5 Weekdays with Mike. Joining me in the studio this morning is Craig Hunter, Deputy Principal from Rehoboth Christian College and avid Fremantle Dockers supporter. Oh, hello. Craig, it's good to have you in. We're not going to talk about nope. that. Nope. We'll move on. Uh, big game on Sunday, by the way. Just saying. We're talking about the uh, curriculum. Yes. A little bit earlier. We've also spoken about it last uh, week with uh, Simon Creek as well. What are some of the um, what are some of the concerns? I, mean, I guess it's good to talk to you this morning from someone that's right in the you know as a teacher and a deputy principal. What are some of the concerns? Yeah, and often we keep teaching, but I think there's some good and bad. You know, I mean, so some yeah. of the good things about it is it's trying to look at back to basics. Let's make sure that what we're teaching is effective, and it's seeing progress, especially in maths and English. And we've got to make sure that we don't clutter it, but we do that well. So that's the first thing. I think First Nations is a big emphasis. And look, while we're studying ancient Egypt when we're not studying ancient cultures of First Nations people and understanding more than just dot paintings and throwing a boomerang. So some of that is good. I think also what's good is that um, some of the figures like William Cowper, we're studying Aboriginal leaders like who started NIDOC, who was a pastor. People don't know that, that that William Cowper was a pastor who started NIDOC as a day of prayer and fasting for Aboriginal people. Wow. Just putting it out there. And so there's some good things that I think are being restored. Some of the concerns I have, though, are things like um, Christianity is only mentioned once in the whole curriculum. And I think that in our... Hang on, so this is in the proposed... The new one. The new, one, yeah, okay. the new curriculum, I think one of the concerns I have is that Christianity is mentioned once, and it's mentioned as in, like, this is one of the diverse religions and ideas that we have in Australia. Okay. That's it. Okay. And so I think that's a concern in terms of a lot of our history, good and bad. There's a lot of good, though, that Christianity has achieved. Everything from universities to family to to our justice system is based on those values. Mm. And so for us to dismiss Mm. it and say, no, no, we're just going to focus on, it's just one of many diverse ideas, it loses some of those foundations that are really important for our kids' understanding. And that affects things like things like World War II, the Holocaust, are even downplayed in this new curriculum. So things that help us understand the world are not... Um, perhaps as central and as developed as I think they should be. Hmm. When I spoke to Simon, it was yeah we were saying about you can't just throw everything out and, no. then, and then just you know rewrite the, the curriculum. No. So so I guess so drastically is that probably I think so, and I think it's been a trend. Uh, but I think it's the influence of identity politics that says all ideas are valid equally, um, and mm. we're just going to play with it. But the challenge for us, to your point before, is that. These things are kind of mandated. So we're going to have kids going through a whole schooling system that are not going to hear some of these values and ideas that are really important or 
you know, and it's a tough one. They're, they're tough issues, but certainly was when, when the British came, was it Invasion? Invasion Day, mm. you know, and we want to redesign the flag. So there's almost like an agenda behind it rather than going, let's, let's be truth-telling, which is some of the language they use. Let's make sure we tell the truth about some of the good and bad. But I think like Simon was saying, we're throwing out everything mm. without acknowledging the good. What about um, the whole cons- the discussion around the consent and sexuality? Is that another thing? We, we, it is. We, we're trying I th- to... I think we're trying to squeeze it in. Yeah. And I think that I've seen some of the um, the videos and ideas around it. And it's quite... I think it's, it, again, it, it's sort of assuming that this is where we want to go. And I think it's exposing kids to inappropriate sexuality mm. in a way that, as parents, we don't always want them to hear that. But it's becoming like, well, we're going to take it away from you as parents. And we're going to tell you what sexuality looks like and doesn't look like. And in its desire to try and... You know, make sure we have this conversation. Yeah. I think as parents, we want to be part of that conversation, not hearing, you know, getting them to teach things that we don't agree with. Absolutely. Craig, I want we'll to talk about some strategies afterwards about that as well. Yeah, that would be good. I'm just, just going to ask, what can we do? Yeah. Uh, we'll come back and chat about that. My guest in the studio this morning is Craig Hunter from Rehoboth Christian College. Back after this one, you're on 98.5. We're on 98.5. This is Weekdays with Mike. Good morning. Hope your Friday's going well. Craig Hunter from Rehoboth Christian College in the studio. We're talking about the uh, the curriculum from a national perspective, which then will obviously impact all the states as well. Yes, that's correct. Uh, Craig, we t- what can we do? You mentioned July. Was the cutoff? Uh, July. July. So July. end of July, July. And we can go online and make comments. Yeah. And I guess the th- first thing is this, Mike. That um, remember that we're the parents or even grandparents who've got influence. I know there's grandparents yes, who listen as well. Plenty. And remember yep. that you're in charge, not the state, not not popular opinion. And I think we've got to sort of take that back. We're responsible to raise our kids and we stand before God about how we've done that. And you know, there's a case in Sweden recently where the government, uh, a, a, a family was homeschooling mm-hmm. and they were teaching things that the state didn't like. They asked them to stop. So they actually took the kids away from the family. No way. It's it's a case, and so hang on. A minute. It, it sort of raised the red flag. Like, hang on a minute. You're saying that you don't like what we're teaching our kids, and you're not allowed to homeschool in Sweden, from what I understand of this article and this research I read. And so, hang on a minute. They removed the kids from the home, yes, because the parents that were homeschooling weren't teaching the appropriate uh, national curriculum. Curriculum. And so, one of the challenge. I know it, it is a bit crazy, and this is certainly a challenge for us. That wow. this is the trend, and we've got to look at. That's why I think I like people like Simon Creek and others, what are the trends mm. and how do we get in front of these things rather than going, look, my job is just me and my little world. No, no, sometimes we've got to stand up as Christians, as people of faith to go, this is not right and I want this to stop. And I think as parents, that's where we start. Actually, hang on, these are my kids and I'm responsible and I'm not going to let others tell my kids what they can and can't believe and do. And so I guess alongside that is I try and get my own kids. I have conversations at dinner table. Mm. Talk about sexuality. Mm. Talk about these influences. Talk about the commercials where they're virtue signaling different things. Yes. My kids hate it yes. sometimes, but I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah. try and challenge yeah. some of the presuppositions. And I think that's important for us as parents. And certainly as Christian schools, we're under that same pressure to mm. make sure that we follow the curriculum, but make sure we, we're discipling and raising our kids to be discerning about some mm. of these pressures that are coming on our kids. So good, Craig. Love you coming in. We are nearly out of time. Really appreciate it. Just a quick thank you, uh, Nirmala from Lower Chittering. She uh, has sent in a text message, I think it's a bad idea for NAPLAN to be scrapped, even though many teachers want it. Um, 
uh, coming from Singapore, I had to sit exams from year one. Yikes. And we had to pass our exam to move up to the next grade. If there is no NAPLAN and students experience their first exam in year 10, it's going to be overwhelming and they are going to struggle with having to deal with pressure. Thanks, Namala from Lower Chittering. We spoke about that at the start, yeah, yeah. about uh, NAPLAN, which is all finished for this year anyway. Yes. Uh, before you go, Craig, uh, it's a big game on, Saturday, on Sunday. My, my team, Adelaide Crows, are playing the West Coast Eagles. What's your tip before you go? Oh, you know, the Crows, Tex Walker, if he fires up. No, he's not playing. Oh, okay. Mm, does West, that change West, West Coast by 50 plus. 50 plus? Yep. I just wanted to record this. But apparently you're with Roland Murphy, so that could tip yes. it for another 10 points because he's pretty loud. He is indeed. I'm, I've got tickets. I'm looking forward to going <laughs> to the game. <laughs> Enjoy. So you're, we'll see how close you are when I catch up next time. If, uh, Do you Crows. have to wear your mask as well? No, we're mask free. Oh, nice. Which is great. Really appreciate it, Craig. Thanks. We'll catch up next time. Craig Hunter, <laughs> avid Fremantle Dockers fan and, uh, of course, a deputy principal from Riaboth Christian College. You are on 98.5 Weekdays with Mike. Here's Janet Jackson. For more details on this and other programs, contact 98.5 Sunshine FM, Perth, Western Australia, or visit the website 98five.com.